0: This is Soulful Living on Empower Radio. Here's your host, Terry Williams.
1: Hey, wherever you are in the world today, I welcome you to another 30 minutes of Soulful Living here at empowerradio.com. I have to say, I love the music to my intro, it always makes me feel so calm and, um, raises my level of consciousness, which of course we're going to be talking about today, raising our level of consciousness, so that I really feel more tuned in with my guests. And I hope that as you listen in today that you'll find an opportunity to really step in and Raise your own level of consciousness and find something to take with you into the day. My guest today, uh, Mata Dalian, is a mystic and spiritual guide. She's internationally acclaimed for her healing and her work around the planet, uh, particularly with the Dalian method. She has found Uh, a new way of accessing many of the things that keep us stuck and helping us heal and restore inner balance and stepping into um, really a a whole new way of moving through consciousness. Uh, It's an honor to have you with me here today, Mata. So welcome. Oh, Terry,
0: it's my pleasure and thank you so much for having me.
1: You're welcome. So you and I had a brief second to chat, and I mentioned that I I read your latest book, Healing the Body and Awakening Consciousness with the Dalian Method, uh, an advanced self-healing system for a new humanity. And I actually read the book in less than two days. Uh, I couldn't put it down. As a... Um, Alternative healing practitioner myself, a holistic healing practitioner, I really found it fascinating that some of the things that you mentioned in there, um, you know, Reiki, shamanism and other forms of healing modalities, which I've incorporated into my own life, including acupuncture, uh, really um, are kind of like the tip of the iceberg and using the Dalian method pushes that up to a new level. Let's talk about that a little bit. That fascinated me.
0: I'll be very happy to talk about it. And um, once again, thanks for the opportunity to talk about it. My understanding, my sense is that every time in history, basically the whole planet, our, our life on the planet is an experiment. And We do go through many experimentations. That's how we discover and create new things. And my experimentation with the body and awareness and people's problems and physical, emotional, mental problems. As I began to explore and experiment, I realized that most modalities were not able to access the root causes of psycho, somatic, spiritual, uh, emotional combination, which is all intertwined. And the way we've devised up to now, the way we've been experimenting is exploring separate aspects of what makes a total human being. So we would either explore the body, such as allopathic medicine and, you know, know the workings of the body that way, or energy medicine where we explore the meridians and, you know, how the energy moves and what would happen if we put certain needles somewhere Open up the channel so the body feels good. Ultimately, what it is about is, or even shamanic healing, where we address a little bit of the, you know, that the issues that are related to the soul and the spirit. But they're still separate in a way that they're addressing one part of what makes up a human being. And I realize that we need to take all of all of what what makes us up the body mind emotion spirit consciousness all at the same time in order to accomplish achieve that 180% transformation both on physical level emotional mental spiritual level and this is how this method was born and i think it's it's timely because many people have already been educated, explored, and experimented with many methods. And they're already come to the same awareness that I came, um, you know, 20 years ago, that something's still missing. And this is the missing link that actually helps people go into their body, access those repressed programs, beliefs, conditionings, and uh, many times the traumatic the experiences or beliefs uh, as a result of traumatic experiences that are still in the body, like computer programs that are running, and be able to, through this system, erase, release, erase, and transform those beliefs into consciousness.
1: Well, and something that you just said there really clicked when I was reading the book is I think about the different modalities that I've practiced myself and that I teach. You know, I I teach Reiki and and I've always felt like you, what you just said, there's something missing, you know, that um, yes, we're going to const- constantly change and shift. Uh, however, it seems like we should be able to Um, permanently resolve an issue. And I love how you really kind of work every aspect in order to permanently resolve that issue. Again, not that other issues are not going to come up, but you can resolve these, these issues, whether it's something from this lifetime or whether it's past lifetimes Mm -hmm. because it's all in your unconscious right
0: exactly and also if we really um talk about the bullseye and the target here terry and i love you for saying that you're 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 practicing reiki and you also realize something's missing and um this is the time that we can actually evolve our whole Level of how we work with people and our healing practices to another level, so i'm very happy to to provide this next step and The ultimate goal we need to keep in mind is that the ultimate health is within consciousness, and the permanent healing happens when we actually find our inner truth, who we truly are or realize that in our core, there is a certain core that is empty and is always healthy, and there's nothing that can contaminate it. There's nothing that can kill it. Um, it's deathless. It's eternal. It's always healthy. And that is called our inner witnessing awareness. So when we can be in that center, then we can easily disidentify from the ego mind, which creates the problems. We can disidentify from our emotions, our beliefs. And once we disidentify, that's when we really get the experience that I am enough unto myself. So all these you know, insecurities and fears and um, feeling not good enough, so all those things drop automatically. And you realize that I'm enough unto myself. I am not separate from the universe. This is where we get, we get the experience of oneness, and this is where we also evolve spiritually to another level to understand that we are actually a cosmic being that we belong here, and this is our this is our temporary sort of pass passing through home. But the whole universe is available for us to explore. So once we embrace the unknown with excitement instead of fear, then all the problems automatically drop. So basically what is missing here is how to know thyself. And this is what was ingrained in the uh, Temple of Delphi: know thyself. And this is what every enlightened being, every master talks about, know thyself. The moment you know thyself, all the problems disappear because the problems are generated by the ego mind, by our beliefs and conditionings. So this method basically helps not only to to clear those beliefs from the body, heal the body automatically and spontaneously, and the, helps people disidentify from their emotions, so helps them to come into that place of center, the stillness, and the, the core consciousness that I just spoke of. And from that place, then there is a distance between the witness, the I, the awareness of I am, my existence, here, now, and everything else that my attention goes to, and then I forget, my presence in the now. So when we talk about the now, that's, that's all it is. The presence in the now means... I'm aware every moment what comes and goes, and I'm also aware of that unmoving center within. And with in that, with that attitude, then we don't have any expectations. We're in more in acceptance. We don't need to fix people or things. We're more in a creative, solution-oriented mode. That if we have a problem, then we look for the solution. From from within, not from the mind, because the mind creates all the problems. And from that place, then life becomes more enjoyable. Then our connections with people, our relationships improve. And instead of blaming and judging, then we start becoming more understanding. Because the more we understand ourselves, the more we can understand others and see that we're not different. And when we judge others, we're judging ourselves automatically. Not even knowing. So if I don't feel good about myself and I feel insecure, uh, I'm going to always try to go to the other extreme. The mind will take me to the other extreme to find things that other people are less than me. And then I feel, oh, now I feel a little bit better, but it's, it's such a temporary sugar pill. And those sugar pills wear off that's why most healing modalities work with the sugar pill, and then it wears off, and the core issue is still not resolved
1: including the medical field, you know when I think about and i'm not uh, discounting you know Western medicine by any means I certainly have um, you know looked to uh, utilize many different uh, modalities, including the medical field, but most of the time it seems like they're not necessarily looking for a cure or a resolution. They're first trying to um, to minimize the pain or the discomfort of their suffering. And one of the things that I absolutely loved about um, about your your gift and the the presence that you're bringing to humanity was that. You believe we're not here to suffer. You know, we're here to experience life and to really live in a state of everlasting presence and love and joy and creativity.
0: Oh, absolutely. If you look at the child, children if you look at children and their innocence, they're actually very playful. But what happens, we make them suffer because we we suffer. So we condition them to suffer just like we're suffering. And children are such an easy target. And many parents who are are themselves in suffering and struggle, they unconsciously pass that on to their children. And then the chain continues. And you talk about the medical system. Well, there's certain things about allopathic medicine that is absolutely wonderful. And, you know, you have an accident, you know, you have... um, something broken it's great that we have that knowledge that we can actually implement and help the body
1: absolutely that
0: way but what happens is that what you're talking about is that the medical profession all doctors are trained by pharmaceutical industry and what happens is that you go to a doctor, what does the doctor do? Well, they have a certain knowledge, they know how the body works, and they've been trained to prescribe medication for it. And that's what—that's all they do. You go to a doctor, you get your medication, you walk out, and then you get lots of side effects, 100,000 people per year die from overdose uh, or wrong medications, side effects of medications, and that's a conservative estimate, and... Not only that, the students, the medical students themselves, are they don't see behind behind the curtain what's going on. And simply now, actually the other day I read an article that now all those um, new bugs or superbugs that come mm-hmm. in, um, the antibiotics, the normal antibiotics, are useless for those they don't work anymore mm-hmm. and yeah. and medical the, the pharmaceutical industry it's not does not make enough money on that so for them to actually do a research and create another antibiotic they need to get paid so now we need to create another sort of political situation where we would need to raise money to pay them so that they can do the research. And, and that's so silly because the body has the anti... The, we can create naturally those things that would um, fight those bugs. The bugs are there just to challenge us, mm-hmm. to challenge us to move to another level and stop looking for medication for all the solutions.
1: We have a miraculous healing system, you know, uh, and and you've talked about it in your work. That it's a temple, you know. We just we have this miraculous temple that is with us all the time, and we need to just keep resorting to training and and sometimes teaching it and letting go of those experiences that really no longer serve our highest good. Listeners, again, I'm chatting with Mata Dalian. And one of the things that we're talking about is um, Mata's new advanced system of healing, self-healing that, of course, you can certainly take it to the next level and heal, Um, Work with others, with your clients. Uh, You can take classes from her. All of the information is available on the Soulful Living page at EmpowerRadio.com. And that system of healing is called the Dalian Method. And Mata, you um, from a young age were able to basically see blockages and were aware of what basically needed to be fixed in people? What needed to be healed and brought into consciousness in order to heal? And, um, with your work, your latest book, you have laid out a map on how we can use this system to heal ourselves. But what was that like for you to, to be able to see these? Areas that that needed healing and attention. Well,
0: for me, it's early on. Obviously, I didn't know what to do with with what I was seeing, mm-hmm. and I was seeing a lot. But obviously, you keep it inside, and right. all, all children do that. So there's no exception. Children who whose parents are themselves lost, cannot give them any guidance. Mm -hmm. So for me, it was pretty much I was on my own. And in some sense, it was good that I was on my own because I had to figure things out on my own. And uh, I realized that when I was able to see or read in people's energies what they were feeling and what they were saying, and I could see that actually there's artificiality about it because what they're feeling, they want to kill this person, but they're smiling and, you know, being nice. <laughs> and, and that's totally obvious. It's confusing, right? But yes, time, it's confusing it was, to us as
1: adults, right? Can you imagine what it's like for children, too? Yeah, and we, we know
0: we do that, right? We know that we're, we're forced to be socially nice, and uh, we, we're just angry with the person, we just want to tell the person, go to hell, I'm not going to talk to you. But, (laughs) But instead, we have to be nice and polite. And what happens is we don't realize that we accumulate all those repressed emotions inside. So for me, I was fortunate enough to start asking questions about who am I very early on. And I was five years old when I started asking that question, who am I, what am I doing here? So that sort of set the foundation, and I was fortunate enough to have a grandmother who was also a very beautiful, advanced soul. But other than that, everyone else around me was very unconscious, and... Uh, I ended up having an abusive um, stepmother, which was another sort of ordeal, so I, wouldn't, I didn't get those abilities nurtured early on, so I had to come full circle to come back to do it, and frankly, I feel because of those early experiences, then I had to take that step backwards to heal what needed to be healed, such as Uh, the early childhood abuse, so that I could come back full circle to my gifts, to my awareness, to my consciousness, so that I can develop this thing. But uh, in existence, there's no accidents. I'm sure the timing would have still been um, necessary to come now. Maybe earlier it wasn't ready. Uh, But... When, when we look at life and we look at how everything is perfect, once, once we can realize everything is perfect, then we don't have the past anymore. Because when, when now I talk about my childhood abuse, it's almost like I'm talking about somebody else mm-hmm. because I have absolutely no emotional attachment to the past. And that's necessary so that we can we can live in the moment. Because with our emotional attachments to the past, it's impossible to live in the moment. We're carrying a baggage of unresolved issues and uh, conditionings and thoughts and emotions that we've repressed. So this is another another way I discovered as I was working with people that this is what was preventing them from being in the now, from enjoying their life, and from accessing their gifts and their potential. And everybody wants to find their life purpose. But the first step is what I call to heal the wounded ego. And I spoke about that in the first book, Healing in Church of the Miraculous. We need to heal the wounded ego so that we can come to a place of dropping the ego because in order to find that inner place that I'm talking about, you cannot find it with the ego because because the ego wants to stay alive. It's not going to let you go there and find your inner emptiness. The moment you feel the emptiness, the ego will take you away. The mind will take you away and say, well, you know, this is uncomfortable. Yes, it is uncomfortable, but it's uncomfortable for the ego. It's not uncomfortable for you because that's your being. And this is the part that is missing in our healing system. We need to bring that part so people understand not about fixing a problem it's about finding that inner place of stillness and we talked um, a little bit earlier about you know those bugs that come in the super bugs and, and right. more antibiotics in my the way i see it it's law of attraction works absolutely mm-hmm. there's there's no doubt about that so what is What is existence trying to do? It keeps challenging us. It keeps pushing us. So if somebody is attracting those bugs, there's always lessons in our experiences. Why would 1% of population attract a certain illness and the rest don't? It's because that's what these people need in order to learn their spiritual lessons, to learn that I'm not the body, I'm not the emotions, I'm not the mind, to find that place of stillness and emptiness, because that's where we completely find our liberation. And all the illnesses are just challenges, and they're they're signposts, they're, they're symptoms to tell us that look inside, because there's some spiritual lessons you need to learn. And in my experience when I was working with people one-on-one with my system, is that The moment they learn the lessons, the illness disappears. It's -hmm. just magic. So incurable illnesses, when the body carries and the people suffer with, uh, with those illnesses for years and years and years, the moment the cause is addressed and the spiritual lessons are learned, suddenly the body heals itself. And it does not need to attract the situations people or Um, conditions to perpetuate that particular illness or um, disease.
1: Well, and and again, it is bringing bringing what is unconscious into consciousness. And Mara, this has really been an amazing conversation. Time goes by so fast. We are totally down to why you 're here um, I first, I want to thank you immensely for being here and sharing your work with my listeners we 're going to have to uh, pick up and have part two of this conversation, especially when I have the opportunity to um, incorporate the methods into a self session because I really want to share that with listeners and um, you know I love to have my Guests leave the listeners with a thought that they could take out into the day to elevate their soul to maybe lift their their level of consciousness and what would that be for you, Mata? What would you say that we can take out into our day to to elevate our level of consciousness?
0: Well, I would say experiment with letting go. And don't be afraid to let go of things that you are attached to, you you normally try to control, and you're afraid to let go. So experiment with letting go because that will open a completely new door where you will start realizing things that you didn't even know existed. And that's how you come closer to yourself. That's how you're going to find yourself. Just practice letting go. If today is the day to practice letting go, that might be a really nice day.
1: Well, thank you, and thank you again for being here, Mata. My pleasure.